When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. I am he and he is he. I had, uh, he is yes. me. Uh, yes, and yes. it is our last he and me of the entire 2021. Yes. I hope you had a happy Christmas. What was uh, your best uh, Christmas uh, present? Um my best no, see, I'm teasing, was a time I'm, machine that let you go forward to actually... I'm teasing because we were recording this show before Christmas. Unless we are, you're so we can to enjoy repeat, our Christmas in peace. If you're listening to the repeat, of course, then we recorded it next year, and we're listening to it back through some kind of non-fungible token, I expect. Yes, yes, yes. It is yes. our 350th show. It is, as you rightly point out, the last show of this year, or if you're listening to it next year, it's the first show of next year. Yes. Actually, it's about and time you created an unfungible token. I think you should do Gadget and Gizmo as an unfungible token. We probably should. We, we, maybe we could if you could send it for three or four million, this. we wouldn't have to do this anymore. We could, <laughs> we'd miss it. We'd declare this podcast a non-fungible token. There you go. Bids yes. are open now, or if you're listening to the repeat, they were open yeah. last year or next year. Can you create audio non-fungible tokens? I don't know if you can. I'm sure you can. Well, I'll I'm leave sure that with can. I'll leave you with you. You're the techie one. So I look back at what happened in the last year. Well, back yep. in January, we heard about a remote control car race on the moon. Oh yes. Where, where school children had to design a car to, to race on the moon. The only problem was that they go 1.3 second delay each way. We decided it might make remote control mm. rather tricky. Maybe they keep mm. bumping into things. Who knows? We also talked about a new two-pound coin featuring H.G. Wells on the 75th anniversary of his death, which included such anomalies as an invisible man wearing the wrong hat and a four-legged tripod, which, frankly, I think is unforgivable. (laughs) No one noticed noticed that the tripod had four legs. There is a clue in the name. Well, somebody noticed because you talked about it. Well, that's absolutely true. I noticed. I think other people noticed yes. too. Well, yeah, but on the other hand, of course, probably far more people actually wanted to get the coin than otherwise would have got it. So they could say, have you seen this four-legged tripod? Yes. Well, that's absolutely true. Maybe they did it on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also heard about a company in Bolton that had converted a Tesla into an electric hearse. So people could uh, could go out not only in style, but in ecological style. Yes. It's probably a good thing. Um, and we also discussed a, a facial recognition cat flap uh, starting at $3,000, which is frankly quite, you could buy several cats for that and uh, just use one a day till you run out, couldn't you? Yes, that does seem rather bizarre. Yeah, it seems rather bizarre. There's a, a film coming cat. out soon called The Electrical Life of, of Louis Wayne. He's the first man who's credited in the Victorian era, apart from doing all these, these drawings of cats, first person who actually brought a cat into the house. There was just been mouses outside. Apparently he started a whole trend for people domesticating cats and keeping them indoors. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Bizarre. The Egyptians domesticated Oh, cats. no. We well, didn't domesticate them. They worshipped them. That's something slightly different. different. Well, they had them indoors, didn't they? Did they? You don't keep your gods sitting outside <laughs> no. in the cold. True, true. But there that, are plenty of mice around. But we're talking about domestic moggies. That's slightly oh, okay. different, I think. 
Okay, so that was January. And that was January. In February, we looked at how Apple managed to solve the problem with wearing a, a mask with their Face ID on the iPhones uh, to allow uh, your watch, if you had an Apple Watch, to unlock your iPhone while you're wearing a mask. And it works. I can attest to the fact that it actually works. Of course, it does mean you need to buy two pieces of Apple kit rather than just the one. But since I had the watch anyway, that was a very, very welcome thing. Yes, it is incredibly tiresome. I'm saying when you're wearing a mask trying to get your phone to, to unlock. You have to take the mask off or type in your password. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. But you're, 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 a novice, you're a novice to facial recognition. You're enjoying it, I aren't am. you? Yeah. Uh, we're enjoying it. I don't know um, about enjoying it, but it's, it's useful. It's yes. convenient, yes. Yes. Mm. Frankly, putting a thumb on the, you know, on a bit of the phone wasn't that inconvenient. Uh, yeah, well, I suppose it wasn't. Uh, we also uh, heard about uh, clever pigs. who Pigs had been taught to use a joystick to move a cursor around on the screen, kind of uh, breaking, uh, breaking ball style. Uh, and when they hit a wall, they got food. So people have been training kids, to go, pigs, to play computer games. Where will it all end? <laughs> Hard to imagine, really. Yes, yes. We also are, were very amused by the story of Liam Thorpe. Do you remember Liam Thorpe? Liam Thorpe uh, was a 32-year-old who got a, an urgent COVID jab uh, call from his GP um, much earlier than 32-year-old. Oh, oh yes, I remember that, yes. Uh, because they decided he was vastly obese. Um, because he was he was uh, six foot two, but due to a misunderstanding, the GP had got his height down to sixty two centimeters. Yes, yes, which is a little which over is two smaller. feet. Yes, so it is smaller. We gave him a BMI of twenty eight thousand. So they thought yeah. they ought to get some COVID jabs into him quickly before he exploded. <laughs> Waddled out. Oh, I do like that. I do like that. Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. You like that. Another medical story in March, uh, Scott Green, who was a surgeon and he was uh, in, a, in a court case mm. as an expert witness, um, and he appeared over Zoom. Of course, you know, a lot of us were appearing in all kinds of uh, things over Zoom, some of us in court cases, uh, except that he was performing an operation at the time. The judge was not amused. <laughs> He said, "No, no, it's fine. I, I, I can, uh, I can operate while I, while I talk." But the, the judge stopped, uh, stopped the broadcast, stopped the right. fear, which is almost certainly a good thing to do. Um, we never, we never um, learned what the patient thought about it all. Well, the patient, I, I imagine, was uh, asleep at the time. So I hope he was asleep at the time. Yes. If I were that patient, oh, I'm sure there were. I'm sure there were cases, legal cases, flying back and yes, forth yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah. Um, the MGM Lion, which is, um, you know, which I'm sure you know very well. You've seen it at the start yes, of very many sounds. films. Yeah. Um, they had uh, brought in a new MGM Lion back in March, um, a CGI lion. For the first time, the MGM Lion was no longer a real lion, but a digital lion. Mm. And actually, it's very pretty. I have to say, it has lustrous fur that glistens in the. I think I've light. forgotten to check check it out. I remember you telling me the story, and I think I've seen MGM's films since then, but I've not noticed the CGI lion. Well, the idea is that you wouldn't notice a CGI lion because it's supposed to look like a lion. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but I should have, as you told me about it, I should have. Told anyway, what else? Uh, also in March, the first tweet. 
sold for $2.5 million. And it was one of the first NFTs. Non-fungible tokens, as we have described at length on this show. Um, oh, I still find them utterly bizarre. Utterly bizarre. Let, utterly bizarre. Let us, though, let us, though, move on. I like real things. Oh, well, we've got some real disasters for you in April. Excellent. First disaster being the, the ever given, uh, the ship that was stuck in the Suez Canal. Mm-hmm. And it was stuck there, wedged across the canal for well, over a week, I think, um, long enough to uh, greatly disrupt world shipping, because, of course, not only that ship, but all the ships backed up behind it couldn't get through, and long enough for someone to add it to Microsoft Flight Simulator. So during 2021, if you flew over the Suez Canal, you would see the ever-given stuck halfway. Mm. I think that's wonderful. I love the idea that, that this thing could have uh, could have got really um, yes. stuck for life there. I think that's absolutely, absolutely splendid. Yeah. Okay, so um, what else? Then um, Brighton Pier, tourists on Brighton Pier found themselves charged an entry fee of £2,104.18p because they were charged not the admission price, but the date. I love love when technology goes wrong that way. It's fabulous, isn't it? They complained and uh, the the card issuer said, yes, we're we're working to restore people's purchases. We'll do it within a week or so. I mean, honestly, they take it in a millisecond. It takes them a week to give it back again. Um, Google in Argentina. Um, Google, uh, their domain name expired. And someone bought it. Someone bought it for 270 pesos, which is just over two pounds. And uh, he intended to ransom it back to Google, but they said, no, we're just going to take it back. You can't have it. But oh. for, a, for a while, at least, someone else owned it. I think that's wonderful. For a company like Google, I'm sure heads have rolled in Google ever since. Mm. Yes, they probably turned them into non-fungible tokens. They probably did. Um, in, <laughs> in May... Uh, we read about um, a company in Sweden who made, uh, found a way of making transparent wood. Oh, yes, yes. Which was by replacing the lignin in wood, which apparently is the stuff that makes it uh, opaque, with synthetic polymers. I just like the idea of transparent wood so much. I would mm. love to get my hands on some. Maybe I will. We also um, were very taken with the London Sinfonietta who gave a climate crisis concert. And to make the concert even more crisis aware, it was powered by an orchestra riding bicycles. Yes, I remember that. Splendid. Possibly not I the harpist. I didn't see a review afterwards, though. Uh, no, I didn't see a review afterwards. Um, but um, there we go. It, it did apparently actually apparently happen. OK. Moving on to June... And the police raided an industrial estate in the West Midlands because drones had picked up uh, a huge heat source. They went in expecting to find uh, some kind of vast cannabis growing plant. And in fact, they found a Bitcoin mine with 100 PCs all rapidly mining Bitcoins. But there was nobody there to arrest. If they had arrested them, they would have arrested them for stealing someone's electricity because, of course, they hadn't paid for the electricity they were using, but they didn't. So there we go. A lot of heat, a lot of heat about nothing, I think, is the the thing there. Okay. Uh, We also 
heard about how Jerusalem University managed a way to tell when potatoes are stressed. Oh, I recall that. That yes. was fascinating. They treated them so they fluoresce when they're unhappy. And it is. It we is know, nice. you, don't want to, you don't want to have an unhappy potato. You don't potato. want an unhappy potato. And the last so thing frankly, in June... if it knew you were going to mash it, it'd probably be pretty unhappy anyway. Don't tell them. <laughs> Never tell a potato you're going to mash it. That is going for a nice warm bath. Right. Um, British Ajax tanks were launched in June. This is the whole uh, new range of British combat-ready tanks, um, except they found that they couldn't go over 20 miles an hour. Um, they couldn't fire while they were moving, and they couldn't reverse over obstacles. And they couldn't actually have people in them for very yes. long because yes. they got such terrible headaches. Yeah, so it's a different definition of the phrase combat-ready than we've been used to. <laughs> Absolutely not a great so one. And that takes us halfway through the year. Oh, well, in that case, let's pause for breath. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose in conversation with Steve Kaplan as we review the Gadget and Gizmos year that was 2021. And we're up to July. July. We had a good story in July about a, uh, a weight loss device called Dental Slim. And the way that it works is that this, this gadget was cemented to your molars to stop you opening your mouth. Yeah, which would work. It, which would work. It apparently came with an emergency key in case you needed to say something. <laughs> I don't know. Go to the or indeed or eat eventually. Or indeed yes. eat, yes, eventually. Um, I don't think many people picked up on that one. Oh, ghastly, ghastly idea. Yeah. Um, we also have a rather interesting story of a fishmonger in London being sued by Amazon for using the phrase Prime Day to sell his fish. Mm. What Amazon didn't know is that the phrase Prime Day has been used for many centuries to denote fish that are caught on a one-day trawl. So trawlers that only go out for one day, and therefore the fish is that much fresher because yes. it hasn't been hanging around on a, on a trawler for, for days and days. And they finally gave up. And I think for Amazon to be beaten legally by I, a fish I agree. I think it's very, absolutely very splendid. Good. Yes. Um, we also heard about uh, kids in the United States, uh, their parents complaining that they developed an unusual accent. Um, and it turned out they had been watching episodes of Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig, of course, beloved of our prime minister. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Unless you're listening to the repeat, in which case the guy who was prime minister last year. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and uh, they started uh, asking for things like biscuits and talking about petrol stations. And uh, one mother said she was absolutely shocked because her four-year-old had started saying things like please and thank you. I know, disgraceful. Absolutely Just disgraceful. disgraceful. <laughs> Beginning of the end. Beginning mm. of the end. And that's July. That's July. In August, uh, a Swiss university managed to calculate pi to 82.8 trillion digits. And uh, I think they're still waiting for confirmation from the, uh, the the Guinness Book of Records or the Guinness World Records, whatever they call themselves. But how are they going to check? Well, I was going to say, it's going to take quite yes. a bit of time if it's they're doing it take, manually. They, they might just have to take it on trust, in which case <laughs> I could say I've I've calculated by to, uh, to a, a zillion digits. You go and prove me wrong. Yeah. Oh, I could do that. Um, also, a curious one in, in August, Elon Musk, um, showman that he is, announced the Tesla bot which was to be a uh, sort of all singing, all dancing humanoid mm, robot. Mm. And when he went on stage to announce it, he was accompanied by a Tesla bot, or rather 
by a dancer in a robot suit. And it's like he does the idea of the Tesla bot, but hasn't actually managed to make one. Or even make a prototype or anything. It's like it's like some of these crowdfunding videos that you you tell us about, where you can tell us that clearly the product hasn't actually exactly been exactly. properly developed yet. Yes, yes. work you, in progress. Work in progress, indeed. Um, talking of works in progress, the ABBA produced their first work in progress, their first album in forty years, performing live. Uh, at the ABBA Arena, which they're building specially in the Olympic Park next year, or indeed this year, depending on when you're listening to this. Yep, yes. Um, and they will be represented by their avatars, but not by their avatars as they are now, but by avatars as they were then. So they have been digitally de They performed and danced all of their new songs, which is not bad going since they are mm. getting on a bit, shall we say. But there they will be looking exactly as they did back in their heyday and perhaps moving just a little bit slower. Mm. I look forward to those. I think I will not go and see it. We also, zooming up into space, we uh, heard a, a way of big, uh, making cosmic concrete, that's concrete that could be made on Mars, which is mm. a mix of um, Martian soil and astronaut blood. That's something that astronauts wasn't expecting. Yes. A bit of a shock, really. Um, apparently, um, uh, urea is even made from urine, sweat, and so it's all very Churchillian, really, isn't it? So there'll be blood, sweat, and tears going over these astronauts and building on Mars, assuming well, they have You should rather wonder how much they have to donate in order to be able to build anything useful. The idea of anemic astronauts mooching around <laughs> Mars, waiting to get their eating their spinach and get their yes, spinach back. yes, 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 yes. Uh, we also uh, uh, talked about the Mulu, the Mulu being a, uh, a device to encourage cows to use uh, latrines rather than just you know going anywhere they happen to be, um, and they've done uh, some calves. Uh, partly by rewarding them for going in the right place and partly by sloshing cold water over them and giving them uh, little electric shocks in their collar to deter them from going elsewhere. Not a lot of fun being Charming. one of these yeah. calves, no. I don't think. Um, and we also said goodbye to Clive Sinclair, the inventor, among other things, of the pocket calculator, the, uh, the, the Sinclair Spectrum, and of course, the, the ill-fated little motorbike, bicycle, electric thing that he made. The interesting thing about Clive Sinclair, apart from all that, is he never used a computer or email in his life. His daughter said that he didn't use a pocket calculator. He used to use a slide rule. Even though he invented the first pocket calculator. He I know, quite, it, yes. quite bizarre. Quite bizarre. Well, he would have liked this noise, I imagine. <laughs> Okay. And um, so we're on to October, I think. We're on to October, and that was a good noise, but not as good a noise as Beethoven's. Beethoven's what? Beethoven, Beethoven's 10th. He started writing before he died, which has now been completed um, by artificial intelligence, um, the telecom. It should have been Deutsche Grammophon, but it wasn't. It was Deutsche Telekom who put this one together. Right. And they had a world premiere of it back in October, and I've been onto their website, and you can't listen to it. 
you can hear snatches of it with someone talking in very excitable German over the top mm. about how good it is. But of course, if he'd shut up, he could listen to it and hear how good it is, but he doesn't. Yes, so I, at some point, we'll be able to hear the whole Yes, you sort of wonder if BT's working on something similar at the moment with some British composer. They could probably do that. Maybe a, a new Amy Winehouse song. <laughs> yes, that would be the comparable yeah. thing. Okay, it probably well, would. Uh, well, Prince Charles. It was revealed that Prince Charles' 1969 Aston Martin had been converted to run on a mixture of English white wine and whey food making, which is so Prince Charles, isn't it? Yes, yes absolutely. Yes, yes, brother, brother. Wonderful. Yes. He has to talk to it to get it started. Hmm. Um, had a, a little personal success here on Gadgets and Gimbos. Um, We talked back in October about uh, how Tesco's uh, were doing a one-hour delivery yeah. and said, well, that pales into insignificance compared to the tit gorilla uh, delivery that uh, Gorilla's doing. Just a couple of days later came the news that Tesco and Gorillas had teamed up to offer 10-minute delivery from Tesco. So they obviously listened to the show and rushed this into production and got it out in time for the following week's show. So influential. Uh, commendable so influential. of them. Yes. So influential, exactly. Um, a bit of a, talk, a, bit of a dog we're, we're sort of on that sort mm. of subject, you, you've been talking about Amazon Fresh quite a bit, and they're, they're sort of stores where you can just wander in and wander out without actually paying for anything. It just gets deducted automatically. I, when we finish recording this, I'm going to go off to try one. It's just open near us. Oh, so, excellent. So I'm and moving, into, I'm moving in... into the 21st century now. You've only just made it in 20th century. So, well, that's you know, true. Yes, that true. whizzed past, didn't it? <laughs> uh, it, was, it was dog month in November with um, Dog TV, mm. which was aimed at um, helping stressed dogs to, uh, to, to chill out. Um, we've already had um, stressed potatoes. Obviously, stressed dogs is the next big thing. And there are videos of, of other dogs and sort of calming dog sites. But if you have uh, a subscription Dog TV, and I imagine every self-respecting <laughs> dog owner will have such a thing, uh, you can train them to uh, withstand thunder and babies and dogs uh, with a special mode of the TV that is only did when the dog owner is mm. present. Uh, so they can get used to these. I suppose that if, you're, if you're a malicious dog owner, you could put this channel on when you're not present and just totally freak your dog <laughs> out. Yes. And they bring a, a, bucket and, a bucket and mop back with you when you come home. Um, we also uh, uh, heard about the, the dog phone which was a combination between the University of Glasgow and a university in Finland, curiously enough, which is uh, uh, the first tool to allow your dog to phone you at work. Yes. The yes. idea being that uh, people have been buying dogs during lockdown and when they suddenly uh, allowed to go back into the office, the dogs don't know what's going on until the dog can now call you. But the idea of being in a meeting, and said, I've got to go. It's better for the children do it. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. But I think my favourite story in uh, in November was Spin Launch, which is a, a new way of launching satellites into space. A giant slingshot. This is a slingshot uh, about twice the height of Nelson's column that whirls the satellite around at up to 500 miles an hour in a vacuum. And then when it reaches 500 miles an hour, they open a hatch on the top and the satellite zooms out into space and um, yes. hopefully doesn't hit anything on the way. 
Yes, I was quite dubious about the practicalities of that, but you say they'll have thought of everything. They've thought of everything else, yes. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they thought of that one yet. Uh, we were also quite intrigued in uh, December uh, by the idea of a face mask that could detect COVID. Mm-hmm. And the way that it detects COVID is by uh, embedding it with ostrich extract. Uh, I don't think we could work out what they extract from the ostrich. No, or no, how no. Or even how they it. knew in the first place it was going to be useful. But, yeah. Yes. Do you think they went through, maybe they started off with sparrows and, and kept on working their way up to bigger <laughs> and bigger. And they thought, it's got to be this because we can't get any better, bigger than that. Mm. Quite, um, quite bizarre. Um, and um, one of my very favourite stories of the year was the singing cactus. Uh, it turns out, if you go onto Amazon, there are quite a range of singing cactuses uh, available. I didn't know the singing cactuses were a thing. Yeah, why, why cacti and not other things? I don't know. I, don't, so I, I say cactuses three times now, and you're right, it's cacti, isn't it? Well, I'm, I suspect it's one of those things that could be either now, but it I is. don't know for sure. I just I think, said I think it to... For people who need more than one singing cactus, they should get it right. <laughs> yes, for, absolutely. For the rest of us. Yes. Can we have a little listen to this? Uh, oh, Mr. why don't we? Yes, it's, it's a little unusual. And so, what's special about this? It's quite a catchy tune, actually, isn't it? For a cactus, yes, I couldn't understand well, all the words. No, well, indeed, it's in Polish, and this was a cactus that was on sale in uh, Walmart in Canada. Yes. And um, it was a Polish woman who, her grandson, uh, who found out that the, what it was singing was the only thing in my head is grams of cocaine, their way alone to the edge of oblivion. You wonder why anybody would actually put that music on a singing cactus in the first place, given all the things you could have put given on. Given all the things they could have put on, yes. Well, it's from a rapper called Cypus, who, who claims to be disgusted. Although, of course, yeah. now everyone knows about this rapper called Cypress. I think he was discussed it all the way. But then, there we go. Who knows? Well, Steve, thank you very much indeed. Thanks for all the Gush and Gibbons we've gone through in 2021. And here's to plenty more in 2022. My thanks to Steve Kaplan. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.